Are you, are you, have you just confessed to me that you are now a Riverdale fan? Oh, I love it. Oh, oh, I, th- I felt like for so many years I've been trying to get you to watch Riverdale. Where are you on season five? Uh, well, yeah. And then lockdown happened and I yes. watched it all in one go. And yes. I think you have to watch free, ep- you have to binge four episodes of Riverdale before you really understand that it's a complete and utter nonsense. Welcome to The Fluent Show, a podcast all about loving, living and learning languages. This is the most vocalizing I've ever done. My name is Kirsten Gable (laughs) and I'm here with my wonderful and very patient and very agreeable co-host, Lindsay Williams from Milton Keynes. Hey, Lindsay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey. I felt like I needed to contrast that a little bit. I think, thank you for bringing it back to <laughs> back to the standard levels here. How, well, Lindsay, if you were a, a sort of boxer, uh, World Wrestling Foundation kind of wrestler, what would you, what do you think your name would be as a wrestler or something like that? Um... What did we say Archie was? The red what? Archie from Riverdale is like the red hope or something. The red, the red hope, is that it? I believe I so. I always want to say the red, there was the black hood and the red circle. Yes. I would be the yellow octagon. Why <laughs> yellow not? octagon. I thought it'd be something like the linguist from... Milton Keynes, but it has to rhyme. So anyway, hello listeners, <laughs> welcome to The Fluent Show. As you can tell, it's an episode with Lindsay Williams and we're not just going to bring you our, I don't know, Riverdale predictions and our boxer names, but we've actually got a really wonderful and classic show for you today because we are going to be talking about Top Tools! Before we get started with that. Let's make a few announcements and let's check in on that everlasting question. Lindsay, how's mm. things in Milton Keynes? Snowy, but not as snowy as I think things are with you. Oh, yes. I, I'm, for, for a few days, a few limited days, I'm living, I'm living in Britain's snow, snow center, snow capital. I don't know what is going on, but the south of England has been covered in a white blanket. We have six and a half inches of snow down here and that's very unusual that's like scotland autumn level of snow yes it's it's definitely a lot (laughs) it is a lot i'm gonna put some pictures on uh, instagram just to share with people what this looks like uh instagram by the way kirsten k-e-r-s-t-i-n underscore fluent and i'll put hashtag the fluent show as well just in case you want to see the snow now Lindsay. Let's get the big announcement out of the way. We are—we uh, have this thing that we work on sometimes. It's seemingly a lot of the time over the last year because it's come around dead quick, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm talking about the Women in Language Conference. Now, once and for all, why did we move the date of Women in Language? Okay. Women in Language is normally in March. I think you can say normally when something has already happened twice at that time, right? I agree. Normally in March. Last year, 2020, which actually was a stroke of 
luck because of mm. Corona For and sure. when all that happened. Um, we decided to move Women in Language because we were supposed to <laughs> all have these other things going on in March. I think the only thing that really happened in the end was you moving house. Um, oh, but, boy, yeah, did I so, move house, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, so we didn't have Women in Language in March last year like normal. So we had it in September, which now is why Women in Language has come around so quickly again, because we've moved back to the normal date of March. That is it. And in case you're wondering why on earth, what, what, what Women in Language is, what we're talking about, let's just catch you up dead quick. Women in Language is an online conference, which is now running in its fourth year and back to its usual cozy spot in cold, cold March, because we like to celebrate it as close to International Women's Day as possible. It's an online event, online conference with over 30 speakers designed to champion, celebrate and amplify the voices of women in language learning, which means we have got an all, pretty much an all-female lineup. <laughs> and that is a very special thing that we are so, so proud of. And uh, yeah, tickets? On sale now. Indeed. $29. $29. Women Boom. <laughs> 29 of the USD. And yes, come and join us at Women in Language. It's happening from the 4th to the 7th of March. If you cannot make it on any one of those days, or if you're looking at your diary now in a panic and you haven't blocked it out for Women in Language, number one, what were you doing? But number two, <laughs> absolutely don't worry because all of our tickets include all the replays of the whole conference so if you're missing a day don't worry just come and join us anyway there is a raffle there's a people bingo there's always a lot of stuff going on and yeah the lineup looks good this year doesn't it does and everyone is welcome we should also add oh absolutely yes it's called women in language but our tickets ticket tickets our tickets are for absolutely everyone in language so no matter yeah, no matter really what flavor of person you are, if you want to come to Women in Language, we will absolutely welcome you. Now, let me give a shout out as well to the Fluent Show's sponsor, who hopefully by now have got this cool video. I've been telling everybody about this video. They've put this video up of me actually showing you how to use this software. The software in question is called Yabla, and they've been supporting the Fluent Show for a long, long time now. So thank you and shout out to Yabla. Yabla is a language immersion software program website where you can get engaging videos in six languages, Spanish, English, Italian, French, German and Chinese. And it features authentic videos, so anything from Angela Merkel's speeches about coronavirus, I recently saw, to like Italian hip hop. And then in Chinese, you can get a sitcom or you can get a soap opera, whatever it is that you want. And you can play around with custom playback. It's got very accurate subtitles in two languages. It's got lots of learning games and flashcards as well. So you can enjoy it. And it's, I, I've used this so much and it's helped me so much with my Chinese listening comprehension. Last year when I was doing more Chinese, it was well good. And there's a free trial so you can try it out for 15, 14 days. You can try it out for a while and just have a real play with it. You can do all of that at yabla.com slash show. And I guess this is a good moment to mention that Yabla have also agreed to sponsor some prizes for women in language. So both of our 
announcements today are absolutely worth your time. Women in Language and Yabla. And thank you so much to Yabla for supporting the Fluent Show. Now, Lindsay, we like to... Yabla, I think Yabla was a top tool at some point in the past. And we like to, here at the Fluent Show, not just talk about, like, memorize and Duolingo and a sort of big boys that everybody... Big boys slash girls slash gender neutral I guess the big apps that everybody knows in language learning but we like to kind of um do some truffle hunting truffle shuffles and to look around for the up-and-coming language apps and that's what we're going to do this week are you excited for top tools always yeah get the truffle get the truffle hunting <laughs> devices ready <laughs> Noses primed. Oh my god! What, That's my where best was I going with this truffle one? hunting impression that I can give on a podcast. Yeah, or Audio maybe only. like <laughs> nice, very good. Thank you. I've been practicing, haven't you? Really? <laughs> listeners, the this is actually our first new Top Tools episode in a while, so I just wanted to make you aware Ooh. that in episode one eight two. Lindsay, if you remember, this is, we did this nearly a year ago. It's, it's a while ago. It was our bumper episode where we actually went through all of the previous top tools from 2016 to 2020. And we looked for our top tools ultimates. So I just wanted to catch you up with those. And that list was Link. How do we, how would you sum up Link, Lindsay? Read in. Do it. It's good. Indeed. Reading with dictionary, <laughs> really, but made so convenient, made so easy. And you don't even have to think about what to read because they've got it right there. So link, absolutely solid. Close master. How would we describe close master? Sentences. Close. App. <laughs> I'm going for haikus. They're not quite coming out. <laughs> <laughs> going for haikus. <laughs> That's it. Basically... If you want to practice a language, any language, oh my God, over 50, loads and loads of combinations by using those exercises where the sentences have a gap in them and you have to fill in the words and you like those, Close Master is going to be your absolute bay. I'm using the word bay now. Number three, get the haiku ready for lyrics training. Okay, I've had time to think for this one. Nice. All of the lyrics, woo. Learn a language with them. Oh. Language <laughs> and music. <laughs> you sound like you've been taken over by an algorithm. <laughs> I'm having to count the syllables on my fingers. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And I haven't, I'm literally thinking of them on the spot, so I haven't had a chance to read aloud. So hence the robotic haiku. Delivery. Yeah. Well, I love it. So Thank lyrics you. training, all of the language, what was it? All of the music, all of the language, all of the goodness, essentially, that doesn't, that doesn't haiku. Now, the next one, <laughs> the next one, are you, are you, are you revved up haiku engine there? Halfway. Go for it. I'll see what okay. I can do. Our fourth ultimate top tool was Lingo Deer. Oh dear, Lingo Deer. Words, sentences, it all. Oh dear, Lingo dear. Not my I, best work. I love it. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so Lingo dear, uh, which is a super cute language learning app. Not miles 
away from maybe the Duolingo experience. Uh, but really solid grammar notes, very cute and great for Far Eastern languages. Far Eastern, Eastern Asian, you know what I mean. Um, and then finally, the Teach Yourself Library. Teach Yourself Library, audio lessons for you. Teach myself, yes, please. And for free, that's it. I love that one. That's my favorite haiku. I'm quite proud. Thank yeah. you very much for the listeners. Just so you're aware, Lindsay had no, well, didn't give me an indication that she was going <laughs> to do this. this. Not I don't planned. think you had any idea that this was going to happen. So these are genuine, spontaneous haikus. And for that, I think, amazing. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, well, I'm impressed. Uh, so just to wrap it all up, the ultimate top tools. 2016 to 2020. So in case you're wondering why we're not using them in the future or anything, because we've, we've already given them a big award, our link, Close Master Lyrics Training, Lingo Deer and the Teach Yourself Library. And you can read about all those and find all the links at fluent.show slash 182. Now, let's get to top tools, autumn and winter, 2020, 2021. Lockdown, covid Global Pandemic Edition. Lindsay, as always, here. we are. <laughs> yeah, as always, we are going to suggest a top tool each and sort of quickly introduce and discuss what it's about and how it all works. And at the end, we will choose our three favorites. How are you feeling? Would you like to get cracking, get started? Yeah, you want me to go first? Yes, please. I'm ready. Okay. Cool. Number one, Radio Garden. Have you heard of Radio Garden? Hmm. Is that a yes? Mm -hmm. I was drinking. Sorry. That's a, that's a yes, I'm drinking water. Um, okay, so yes. Radio Garden, what I really, really love about this, it's an app. I think you can get, yeah, it's a website as well. You can access it on the web. Um, you don't need to log in or anything like that. It's just there. It exists. And basically, it gives you radio stations. And so you move with your finger, you move the little dot around the map and it finds radio stations for where you are. So... Why I'm mentioning this is because I found this particularly useful for Guarani, where there's music, there's a few kind of YouTube videos, but there's not like I can just go onto Netflix and there's like a whole load of stuff or I can, you know, type it in a podcast app or I don't know, any of the top tools we've just mentioned. Oh, look, there's Guarani, da, 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 isn't this easy? So what I found really cool with Radio Garden is because I go straight to the location, I can find these radio stations that are talking in Guarani or in Jopara, right? Which mm -hmm. is like a mix with, with Spanish. And so it's been really interesting every now and then just to kind of check in scroll across to Paraguay and listen to live radio in that language. And then, of course, you get music, you get adverts as well, depending on the station, right? And that's really cool because then you get to hear like, oh, how is this language being used? <laughs> Maybe especially like in a, in a kind a of multilingual... In Asuncion High Street. Right. And you kind <laughs> of get this like, like how is language being used, mm -hmm. you know, in this multilingual environment in terms of advertising, in terms of music, in terms of like real life unscripted talk and phone calls and stuff like that. So you get a real range of what you're listening to, which I do enjoy. And it because it is like live, you don't get to re-listen. It feels quite low pressure. You know, it's not like I need to listen back to this and transcribe it and really do some intensive listening. And there's none of that. It's just, I'm just listening. It's cool. Mm -hmm. It's casual. Radio Garden. 
Yeah. You know what? I'm actually a huge fan of Radio Garden. And I'm mm. generally, I listen to, I, I really like listening to the radio. Um, I listen to a bit of, you know, Radio 6 on BBC and that kind of thing. But I listen to a lot of Radio Cymru in the mornings when I've kind uh -huh. of, you know, when I'm brushing my teeth or something like that. I just whack, whack on the, um, the Welsh radio just to sort of listen. And it's amazing because now I understand everything they're saying. And I've listened to it on and off for, you know, all these years. And... And it makes it so tangible how my comprehension has changed. Like, yeah, I, I understand so much more now. And it's because it's always a similar kind of tone. It's a similar, you know, it's the similar kind of presenters. It's it's really shown me it, it's a good experience. But it's been like you say, it's been so low pressure. It's never been something I set out. It was never a goal of mine. Um, so it's just this kind of extra little thing um and welsh music is just the welsh music scene is so good the welsh music is so good so you get a lot of that but radio garden i have it on my phone and i enjoy i just love finding out what musical styles are popular where yeah. in the world and who mm -hmm, listens to mm -hmm. what and i would i couldn't tell you the amount of times i kind of do like a little spin the little globe i love how it's tactile and you you know it's like you're mm. spinning a globe which is such a delightful thing to do with your hand and you're spinning that globe and the amount of times i kind of got stuck in the caribbean and because they just play all the good reggaeton <laughs> basically like you could go to like any radio station in a country in Latin America, so you'll find you'll find a reggaeton one somewhere in Latin America. Yeah. Oh, it makes me want to go there. Like it just makes me want to travel there and just to walk down the street and hear the reggaeton. I me. will happily be your Spanish-speaking guide. I know you don't need it, but I'll, I'll, I I think you do just so I get to go. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> I just saw somebody on Twitter saying, "Can we start saying as soon as COVIDly possible?" So. Lindsay, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as COVIDly possible. I mean, that'll be our next trip. We'll just go to Nicaragua or Panama or Colombia or Venezuela or wherever, wherever we've got the reggaeton today. <laughs> just do them all. Do race around the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a delight. So, yes, love Radio Garden. Absolutely love it. Big, big fan. I'm so glad you brought it. And I want to give a, a hat tip shout out as well to Hedvig from Because Language. Because I know she made me first aware of it. When we had the Ask a Linguist episode, she mentioned Radio Garden. It was sort of in the back of my mind. And I, at some point I checked it out. So hello, Hedvig. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, Radio Garden. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Okay, shall I bring my maybe also good... It's hard to live up to this one, but I don't want to, I don't want to preempt any of our conclusions here. So shall, let me bring my first top tool for autumn winter and it is going to be wiktionary.org okay do you use this do you like this i have used it i think yeah connected yeah. to wikipedia that that's the one i'm thinking of right exactly yeah so yeah. wiktionary.org is essentially the wiki based dictionary it's kind of like a dictionary version of wikipedia it's not really a language learning tool as such but i first started using this so so much when i made german uncovered because i was looking for etymology a lot like i was working a lot mm. with cognates and i was doing a lot of looking through a german text and finding words where i thought i think this is related or i wonder if this has some kind of old 
English or, you know, old Germanic root. Let me find out. And Wiktionary is just solid. The etymology is solid. But also the grammatical explanations can be really good. And it's just this really nice... If you're into dictionaries, which I think I kind of am, it's uh, it's one of the best. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm laughing at out. what you said. I'm laughing at how you said it. If you're into dictionaries, which I think I kind of am, <laughs> it's Maybe, just very cute. Know. It's very, very cute the way you said that. Well, if you are into dictionaries. Oh. <laughs> if you are into dictionaries, it is, it's a really, really good sort of place to add to like your bookmarks or wherever you kind of look around online. And it's the kind of one where... You know how, I don't know if this is just like, I'm a 90s kid or whatever, but 80s? Are you, okay, are you an 80s kid if you're a teenager in the 80s or born in, you know that song where she sings she's a 90s kid? Anyway, so <laughs> if you're the kind of person who, if you've ever spent time entertaining yourself just by reading a dictionary, then you're going to have a great time on Wiktionary. Mm -hmm. Is it just me? It's not just me, is it? No, I read some dictionary in my time. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that crazy it's then. Good. It's all good. Mm. And of course, it, it does the same thing that, that um, Wikipedia does, where you can find the same entry in a different language. Ah. So you can kind of see it through different angles. And it's really fun. Like one of the words I looked at today was, I looked at the German Wiktionary, but the word was snooker. Okay. So it kind of, it, it went, it took the word snooker, the English word snooker, through all of the German cases and stuff. Because oh, wow. it's a loan word, because there is no German word for snooker, because wow. the game is, you know, it's about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, you know, and it give you pronunciation. So I'm not bigging it up very well here, but Wiktionary is great. Wiktionary.org. That was my top nice. tool number one. I like it. Good call. Good call. Okay, my top tool number two, three overall, is Brainscape. I have never heard of Brainscape, I don't think. Okay, so basically it's like a flashcard vocab app. Um, I first came across this last year when I was learning um, Manx oh, pre-corona. Yeah. And, um, and Adrian Kane, um, who's a big um, kind of advocate, I guess you could say, for the Manx language, recommended this because he'd made a course on there for Manx. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll use this app because that's where the course was and actually it's quite good I like the it it does the thing that Anki does where it's like you get to be the grader you get to decide how well you know the word you know mm -hmm. um but it's a little bit easier on the eye than Anki oh so, so is it you... a flashcard app mm-hmm mm-hmm mm. yeah yeah. Oh, I see. So the Manx course wasn't actually, the whole course wasn't on Brainscape. So it was like the supporting materials. Yeah, yeah. So there was like the, the kind of vocab that I was using was there. Ah, and do you generate, do you make your own decks or do you I'm like... I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can make your own. I haven't yet, um, mm -hmm. but I was using it for the Manx um, and wrote this list of top tools a while ago now. Um, <laughs> um, it's been ages since we've done one. It's been a while since we've done one. But yeah, it's, it is good. It's, it's just good to have, I think, a knowledge of like, you know, these kind of apps so that when you're like, ah, oh, this one isn't quite working for me for this language or for what I'm doing right now, knowing that you've got like these backups that you can go to and, okay, let me try that one. 
Let me yeah. see if there's a course there, you know? So yeah, Brainscape. Brainscape. Nice. Yeah. I'm just looking at the little Brainscape website and the thing I really love is Brainscape gives you these like, I guess they're stock photos of the kind of person that uses Brainscape to achieve their goals and right. the kind of people use Brainscape. I love this. This is great. Doctor, lawyer, nurse, teacher, traveler, and sommelier. Oh, I that's know. really, wow. That's very specific, isn't it? So I guess they've got some courses that are viticulture. Wine. Yeah, they've got wine flashcards. Mm. Oh, I'm here for wine flashcards. Wow, <laughs> sounds interesting. Sounds very interesting. So if you're if you're a flashcard kind of person, but you haven't found your app yet, but you want to try it, Brainscape sounds like sounds like one for the list. It is worth a shot. Thank you very much for bringing Brainscape to the table. Okay, um, I'm going to get meditative and calm now with my next recommendation. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath, breathe in. That's me trying to breathe in on a podcast so you can hear it. So just so people know, that's not my normal breathing in. Breathe it's out. Amplified. Again, so zen, amplified. So, so very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> my next recommendation, my top tool number two is the Down Dog app. The Down Dog app, it's um, it's a paid subscription app, but you can kind of try around, try and play it, for, play around with it for free. And it's a yoga app. So not maybe the only yoga, yoga app on the market, but Down Dog is really, really cool because it gives you the same video, but then with audio in different languages. So for language learning ah. purposes, I think that's solid. That's really, really good. And it gives you this kind of, as, similar to the meditation app that I mentioned in the past, uh, Inside Timer, it does a similar thing where I think the, the fact that you have these instructions and they're so consistent because it's not a person delivering them live. You can kind of repeat them again and again and again. I just really like the idea of that. And the languages on offer were really good. So Down Dog app, if you like doing yoga anyway, and you would like to kind of play around with it in a different language, you're feeling maybe intimidated because, you know, you don't, you're not sure whether you could follow a new instructor. This is a way of having yoga, but kind of pre-recorded and you can switch it around and you can repeat every step as often as possible because it's this sort of, you know, step-by-step -step video kind of build of the app. And I also wanted to mention it as well and give him a special shout out. If you are K-12, which is some American thing, or a college student in the USA, and I think internationally, if you're at university, you can also give them your email address at the domain. So if you essentially, if you've got an educational domain for your email address, then you can use the Down Dog Yoga app for free until the 1st of July. They've made it free for students during the pandemic, <laughs> which seemingly ends Very on the 1st of July. So yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's, that's the date that they put on it. We should book a flight to uh, Cuba for the 2nd of July. <laughs> oh then. my God. Yes. Preemptive. Yes. Done. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so yeah. Have you, have you ever, I mean, you, I know you do online yoga and you've done YouTube yoga, but do you think this idea might be quite an interesting way of engaging with languages? Yeah, possibly. I mean, I do um, yoga with Adrian. I don't think I'm the only person in the world to say <laughs> that. Um, but I don't know if like... 
it feels the other thing is like I do it together, like me and Ash do it together, right? So I wouldn't want to feel like it then becomes a task. I think I said this when we talked about insight timer as well. Mm-hmm. You know? But I get that equally some for some people that would be like, wow, what a great opportunity to combine things. I know what you mean. And I think mm-hmm. it I think there is a point here as well to be made that, that is really valuable, which is not everything in our life needs to be optimized for language learning. 100%. Like yeah. my television watching isn't, I do not watch television, like no matter how many times I hear like, this is great and this is great. And I actually enjoy television in my target languages. I just, look, I just want to relax. You just prefer <laughs> Riverdale. I mean, <laughs> yeah, again, I'm not gonna, you're like, not the only Riverdale one in the world. into French just because <laughs> I, I don't, I find that too, too optimized. I don't really want to do it. So I know what, you, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if your exercise is your downtime. But, you know, if you happen to, I don't know, listeners, let us know. Let us know whether you want to hear more about this sort of possible immersion or whether you find this yeah. a little bit high pressured. It's no I pressure. It's, it's, I think that's it, right? It's, it's such a personal thing. And like you say, like for you, it's TV. I think mm-hmm. for me, it's exercise. The exception with exercise is if I'm running and I'm listening to music. But if I'm running, I find it hard to listen to like a podcast. Like I tried it the other day, running, listening to like a Russian podcast. And I'm like, where's the where's the beat? You know, I want to listen to music so I can listen to music in other languages as long as it's like got a good beat to run to, you know, but that's the only thing for me. So exercise it for me. You're saying it's TV. For some people, it might be like, um, I don't know, reading, where it's like yeah. you prefer to read in your native language because that's the downtime. That's the separate thing. And I think it's absolutely fine to have those things. It's reading know, more than even pressure. more than television for me. I think I, I mean, mm. I have a Welsh book because people like because in my Welsh course we're reading a book together, but. Reading in my target language has never not felt like assigned reading to me. And mm. I know people who absolutely do it for relaxation and love it, but that's not me. Mm-hmm. And that's so, okay. Whichever like, flavor of person you are is absolutely, like Lindsay says, is absolutely okay. I love this, whichever flavor. I think you said that twice today. I really like that. Whichever <laughs> flavor of person you are. Salt and vinegar, it. cheese and onion, it's all good. I mean, if you're a cheese and onion, if you smell like onions, uh, stay away from my house. Yeah. But sorry. if you're a COVID, no sweet one's chili yet. sauce Not person. Not till the 2nd of July. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. The official end of COVID. Now, <laughs> but you know, if you happen to be, particularly if you happen to be a college student, I did want to mention it. Um, and it was a recommendation from one of our language learners who, who does really enjoy it. So worth playing around with it because you may be that flavor of person. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed messing around with it a little bit, sort of doing, okay, downward dog in Italian, let's do it. The, it's nice because it's an app. I feel like because it isn't a nice instructor, but it is an app and you can tell it is, you know, it's it's less personal. I don't feel as accountable. <laughs> right. You know, so I feel better if I switch it off halfway through and I'm like, ah, yeah, okay, that was enough Italian now. I feel I feel okay about that interesting yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so then it feels like a different kind of activity oh psychology yeah yeah Mm. okay so that was my my second suggestion for a for a top tool um don't think that one's gonna make it into top three but let's not preempt let's listen to Lindsay's third one Lindsay what's your third one 
Okay, my third one this episode um, is Flipboard. Have you heard of Flipboard? What is... Is Flipboard that thing where you kind of make yourself a magazine? Um, I guess you could describe it like that. Little, like red red up? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And basically, yeah, it's kind of like the news magazine type articles, that sort of thing. I used Um, to use that as a teacher... When I was oh. teaching German in like like maybe 2013, 2014, I had a time of using Flipboard and I haven't really looked at it since. Okay. So yeah, basically cool. then you'll know this if you used to use it for German. When you mm-hmm. click the settings, you can change the country. And when you change the country, you get a whole host of stuff presented to you in the language that you're learning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as long as it's set to the country, et cetera, et cetera. So this is something, so now, again, because I've written my top tool list here a while back, this is something I'm not using anymore because I'm using Link. Instead, I treated myself this year to a Link subscription. Um, But Flipboard, if you're not using Link and you have that time in the morning where you find yourself maybe getting sucked into reading the news or, you know, you think, oh, God, still, still, that's still in the news. There's still negative, negative, right? Mm-hmm. Flipboard would be a really good thing to kind of replace that time because you get to pick the language. So there's still going to be like news relevant stuff, but you could read that news relevant stuff in the language that you're learning. You could then kind of flip through to read things that are a bit more interesting. So you get to pick the topics as well. So there's like music and arts and sports and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and you can just, yeah, literally scroll around, click stuff, read stuff. It's basically giving you stuff that you can read that is interesting because you've selected it based on your interests, you know? Mm. Do you get like, um, let's say, articles about makeup in your target language or travel articles and that kind of thing? Yeah, if that's if that's what you have like yeah, clicked through cool. to, to read about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun. Yes. And if I remember correctly about Flipboard, it's pretty. Yeah, it's quite kind of functional, quite easy to use. You know, the app's quite kind of, you get to actually, you know, like you're on um, like a sort of book app where you Mm -hmm. swipe your finger and it lifts the page. Um, Yeah, it's it's nice to, to use. Yeah. And can you... Again, like this is very much like my vague memories. You can sort of subscribe to different news sources as well so that it feeds you new articles on a regular basis. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, nice. And so you can make your, you can kind of make yourself your own, your own little magazine in your target language that is tailored to you. Yep. Oh, love it. Yes, Flipboard is a good one. And uh, just in case you are a language teacher, you can also use it for, for your students <laughs> to share articles with them to discuss and kind of for them to have the articles all in one place. It's a it's a cute kind of it's a cute kind of thing. So yeah, I like it. I like it. Flipboard. You know what I notice about um about the the different ways that you and I engage with languages, language learning app, I think is that we use different devices, I almost feel, because I don't do, I have an iPad, but my iPad is basically my, this is where I read and this is where I play games. It's like my entirely downtime, no pressure, basically my brain is not engaged kind of device. Whereas something like Flipboard comes into its own on the iPad. So I wondered, listening to you, whether you were using an iPad for languages. Yeah, I use iPad for 
primarily for languages, for apps like language apps specifically, Mm -hmm. for listening to stuff, for watching stuff. Like I have, you know, mostly if I'm watching stuff on the iPad, it's in another language. That so so I try and keep it as a language tool. But then you know I have things like on there where you know maybe I like I'm going to watch like this morning I watched the Great Pottery Throwdown, Mm -hmm. (sighs) the joy and. Obviously, that's in English, right? So I'm using the iPad just because I can carry it around with me in the kitchen when I'm doing that. But generally, it's language learning, mostly. Mm. Yeah, I th- I feel like I feel like that kind of shows in the different apps that we're selecting because the download. I think download mm. would probably work fine on an iPad, but when I checked it, I looked at it on my phone. Like my iPad is. And Link as well. Link is a great app if you're on an iPad. Mm, mm. So listeners, if you're an iPad person, check out all of Lindsay's suggestions. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm more of a browser learner, I guess. <laughs> and my next one is, is again, is I have tried this out in the browser and I use this in the browser. Uh, so maybe you know, maybe you've tried this ever before. And the reason I'm bringing you my next suggestion is mostly from my experience learning Welsh because Welsh resources are just very available on this. And obviously, you know, if you're learning Welsh, most of your resources are going to come from Britain. And uh, it it is, however, also available in the other kind of, let's call them modern foreign languages. So stuff that's on the school curriculum in the UK, which is mostly German, French, Spanish, Chinese. And this is BBC Bite Size. We've never used this before. Mm. And I love Bite Size because it the resources are there's a huge supply of resources. Yes, it is designed for schools. Yes, it it's designed kind of towards exams and it's you know orients itself by the curriculum and you you have to sort of go A level this or key stage whatever and nobody really knows what I, I don't know what any of that is. But you kind of just click around. But when you actually look at the learning materials. They are so good. And especially now that the BBC has really stepped up its game even more because it's, you know, COVID and homeschooling. There's quizzes. The explanations are very good. There's so much video content. And I just found all these really cool examples as well. So I don't know. Have you used Pite Size? When I was doing my GCSEs, I think was probably the last time. Oh, my God. You had the internet when you were doing your GCSEs? Yep. Ah. bite size was really new i remember bite size at that time being like this new thing and like we were told by our teachers use bite size for your vision you know yeah yeah so uh for for those of you outside the uk the bbc is the uk's like national public broadcaster so they will do a lot of stuff that kind of ties into public life and bite size is the part of the bbc that is mostly it's not really on television anymore like maybe this used to be educational programming back in the 90s 80s or whatever but now it's um, a lot of it is web-based and it's just all this content that is designed to support the curriculum the school teaching and uh, yeah I, I just but which means maybe teachers can assign it as homework and students can use it for revision and um, because a lot of people a lot of um, you know learners in the UK are learning a language from scratch because that's what you do in school, right? You're learning from zero. It's a really great one for 
like the early stages of language learning as well. And because it's written for young people, you don't really get overcomplicated grammar explanations ever because that's not how you write for a 15-year-old. Mm. I've just had a glance. Like, I'm impressed that there's like Chinese and Italian mm. and Irish. That's really cool. It is, yeah. So the languages are... Welsh, Spanish, Mandarin, German, and French. There is lots of stuff at the, like Lindsay says, GCSE level, which basically means when you're 15. So it's that kind of maybe an A, an A1, A2 yeah. at best. And I think For, there's yeah, some 14, stuff. 14 to 16. And I think the idea yeah. is, yeah, it goes A2, B1. Yeah. I, I mean, B1 is pushing it when I look at the German yeah. resources. Um, <laughs> but, it's, you know, it is solid stuff. A British B1. A British one. And then you've got um there are resources for A level as well. They're not they're not as rich, there's not as much, but they are there as well. So A level would be like the next level up. So if you want to take it a bit further. And uh two examples of what I found is number one, I found they've got a game for German key stage three learners, whatever that is. And it's called Festi Lingo. So it's like you go to a festival and you have to collect items and make friends and it's all in German. That's fun. It's super cute. And then the other thing I found was this video about um, weddings in China and the role of women uh, in, in China. Obviously, you know, still very chilled. But it was like a really fun, interesting little report video. And it makes sense because it's the BBC. They've got all these materials already, right? It's a it's a journalism company. It's a broadcasting company. So the type of video content that you get is actually interesting and entertaining as well. Mm. That I'm was my case that. there. Yeah, yeah, that was my yeah. case for BBC Bite Size. I really, I really, really like it. Cool. Yeah. I will try that one. Brilliant. Well, it's coming to the point now in the Top Tools process, I guess, in the, in the Top Tools charts where we can go through and choose our top three and our actual top tools for autumn and winter 2020 slash 21. Now, Lindsay suggested Radio Garden... Brainscape and Flipboard and mine were Wiktionary.org, the Down Dog Yoga app and BBC Bite Size. Now, Lindsay, any any emerging faves on your end? I feel, yeah, I feel like BBC Bite Size, that's huge since I last looked at it. So that would be a definite win. Mm, they've done a lot of good work there. Yeah. So BBC Bite Size is a, is a favorite. For me, I, I'm so into Radio Garden. I'm so glad you brought that. I think if you hadn't suggested it, I would have at some point. So Radio Garden <laughs> is up there for me. Absolutely. Um, I think maybe we've got our number one and number two there. What are you thinking for a, for a third star in the sky? Hmm. Wiktionary or Flipboard? Mm, I was leaning Wiktionary as well. Hmm. Wiktionary it is then. Okay. Well, our number one... Oh, it's funny, isn't it? We've got radio and TV, so broadcaster, broadcasters. This is the broadcasters edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I would give Radio Garden the edge here because variety and diversity of languages. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. And then definitely go for Bite Size, which is, in terms of educational content, is just really up there. So we've got Radio Garden and listeners, the links are all going to be at fluent.show slash 206, where you can find the show notes for this episode. So it's Radio Garden, followed by the BBC Bite Size video 
website. I don't think they have an app. I think it's literally, you have to go to bbc.co.uk slash bitesize. And our third recommendation this time is wiktionary.org. Congratulations to all of our Top Tools winners. Boop, boop. Your award is in the post. <laughs> you were invited to our post-COVID ceremony, which we will be holding in Cuba. <laughs> 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 with like a coconut cocktail can you get such a thing in cuba oh you can just get a coconut off the tree and I then put some counts. rum in it the <laughs> i mean if you're so inclined go <laughs> yes, for it i am <laughs> maybe some rum some cream what else is in a pina colada some pineapple they have mojitos as a separate oh my- beverage Oh my God, I'm there. As soon as COVIDly possible. That is me. That is me. Well, I guess that's <laughs> that's uh, it from the, the um, cocktail corner. Cocktail recipes, courtesy of the Fluent Show. Cocktail corner at the Fluent Show. <laughs> In this slightly chaotic, but absolutely delightful Top Tools episode. Well, first of all, Lindsay, thank you so much for bringing your Top Tools suggestions and all of your expertise, as you always do. Do you have anything else that you want listeners to know about? Anything else you want to share that we haven't mentioned so far? I don't think so. Just a reminder that we'll see you at Women in Language. Indeed, we will. So that's womeninlanguage.com all one word. It's where you can buy your ticket. And our event starts on the 4th of March. So you got some time to get ready, get excited. But there is a Facebook group that will be open already. So if you buy your ticket, you can also then make sure you put your email, of course, uh, into the Facebook group. So you apply to join the Facebook group and you can connect with maybe some of the speakers and definitely with us organizers and just with each other. And I haven't yet to as we're recording we're not open yet but i haven't yet seen a year where that hasn't been absolutely buzzing uh so i'd be surprised if it would be different this year we'll see you at women in language indeed (laughs) and with that it is goodbye from me goodbye and goodbye from lindsay williams sajen i went for a different language i did it i know and i understood it yeah Thank you for listening to The Fluent Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting the show by leaving a review in your podcast app or even becoming a member of our Patreon community where our supporter perks include a secret feed full of added show notes and a VIP option where you can get priority answers to your listener questions on the podcast. Don't forget that you can send us your language questions and feedback to hello at fluentlanguage.co.uk or find us on Twitter at The Fluent Show or Instagram, hashtag The Fluent Show. We're always so excited to hear from you and read every message and review. See you next week.